Hello. I don't know why I just started the podcast with hello like that. I don't either. Hello and welcome to Toss Notes and Scrabble Days. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. Oh, goodness. Why? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 1019, Some Assembly Required. Batteries not included. Or as Hulu referred to it, Some Assembly Required. Gotta have it. <laughs> yep. Need all that assembly. We do. <laughs> oh, I get this. This is like a plant because there's an assembly in it. Like, he's building stuff, but yeah. also Martin does the assembly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally didn't connect the thing. Yeah. yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. Good, good title. Good title. This has the little beacon flashing mm-hmm. for an emergency. Mm-hmm. The weather. I don't know. The Seahawks just won. I'm not sure <laughs> what it's for. 21 minutes and 44 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the writer in this one is Patricia Breen, who has... About 18, like, staff writer credits at this point, Mm -hmm. but has only one written by, and that was We Two Kings, which is the last, like, Christmas episode, the Mm -hmm. one with uh, Superman as Santa Claus. Oh, uh uh-huh. And basically, when they're, when Fraser and Martin, or uh, Fraser and Martin, Fraser and Niles are fighting over who gets to, like, host Christmas. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that's the only episode that Patricia has a, like, actual written by credit for at this point. All right, starting in a new a new place. Literally, I mean, it is literally. It's a the new Grant's place. family home, mm-hmm. which is was built by Habitat for Humanity, which mm-hmm. I'm get KSEL was like volunteering for that. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Um, we find out all about Fraser's various helpfulness that he tried to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, you know, stirred the paint and basically was an assistant for everyone. Yeah. And wouldn't, no one would let him help. (laughs) Right, right. Which is kind of unfair. The whole point, like, do you need to know how to do that stuff? To a certain extent, yes. Like, there is a a lot of stuff involved in making a house that is extremely dangerous if somebody who doesn't know how to do it is involved. Yeah. (laughs) We all had to start somewhere. I just think it's funny that we find this out because just as they're about to get like get the ceremonial like handing over of the key, Fraser takes it away so he can give a speech about like yep. how important it is, and it's like you weren't even important to like he's clearly illustrating he wasn't important. I to think it. he's just really touched to have been a part of this experience. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not about you, Fraser. Yeah, except it literally is. It is because it's his show, right? And I really love that he makes that remark about the walls falling or something. Mm-hmm. And if they do look out for his Harvard class ring, like he right. lost it right. somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Isn't there when they built the new Yankee Stadium? Isn't there that thing about how they put a Red Sox jersey in it? Yeah, someone buried in the concrete a uh, a David Ortiz jersey so weird yeah but then it got like immediately taken out again oh it really did because they he told someone when i think it was still wet or like had barely like it wasn't actually completed it's like no that's the kind of thing it's like when that that 
performance artist like put a, a redwood sapling in Boston Common, and if nobody knew about it, it would have become like one of the like it would have altered the Boston skyline because it would have been so tall. But he told someone like two days later, and it was in the news like two days later, and they just like dug it up. It's like you don't you don't tell people when that happens until it's so long in the future. Yeah, don't that- tell people about your banana painting. Because then a comedian's going to go in there and eat the banana. Isn't that what happened? I, so I actually never heard the whole story about that ba- weird banana thing. I don't know. It was a banana tape to a thing. It was like some modern art, mm-hmm. which people hate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think uh, it's because people hate art because they're just like, oh, I could do that. I could do that myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, then do it. <laughs> right. Go tape the banana or Right on a toilet or whatever you want to do. Just go do it then. Mm-hmm. Don't we don't need your dumb commentary. But then I think someone went in there and just ate the banana, which I think is disrespectful. Well, yeah, like obviously it's disrespectful. I feel like uh, we're getting way off topic. I know, but I feel like part of the issue with that kind of modern art, the thing that people have with it, uh-huh. is like. If you need to explain to me what you're doing with this thing you've done, mm-hmm. you're not really doing it, I think, Well, part of the thing. Where- I've, I've spent a lot of time like in the ICA, and yeah, I do not get everything, but right. I just enjoy it for what I do get out of it. Right. And I think, yeah, yeah, I, I see, but like, there's usually always more to an artist's intent than it can be seen yeah so i don't know like there's there's always like a relevance to something that we can't always know and also once it leaves leaves your hands in your house or whatever it's up for interpretation right and i also think people that make that art also they're not making it for those people that are critiquing it in that way they're making for the people that can see it in a more abstract way that they're thinking in. Yeah. I'm just saying like like we watched we we saw that exhibit that we talked about a lot with where it was the someone took a bunch of half-filled basketballs and put them in black velvet bags and rolled them all down the stairs and mm-hmm. the little card was like this is to like uh, to represent the changing politics and like the advancement of all these different countries and some advancing faster than others and blah blah blah. and i'm just like nah it's not i mean it is it literally is because that's what they say it is right but i'm saying that like you without that card i mean it was very cool it It was was cool cool. i mean like you didn't like obviously it was a video right that played over and over right and it's it was interesting but it's not something that I would be able to get out right. of that context unless they had written on the bags or something. Right. Like there needed to be more there for me to totally understand. But that, but that's the art of that, right? Right, right? And I, and I, I think there's a beauty in that that people can do something like that. Sure, I'm just saying, like that. I think that's the issue people have, where it's like that might be your intent. You're not actually portraying that message to me. Mm-hmm. Because none of none of what is happening here. We're having the most Fraser conversation right now. <laughs> True. Anyway, we should probably move okay. On now we're back about... at Fraser's apartment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where Daphne is mad about Gert. Mm-hmm. I like how, uh, uh, like, 
it's funny like because she comes in yeah she's all mad she's late she's apologizing for being late but she's still mad and she explains that like you know uh my mom the my mom's a mean spiteful woman i'm just like okay but why are you late i just want to be like that that's true because she's mad (laughs) i know it's just like that's always true that's Yes, she sure is. But she got the neighbor's cats drunk or a cat drunk and then uh-huh. it threw up in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I'm pretty sure alcohol is poisonous to cats. I'm like, I know that people can get, have gotten dogs drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, yeah, mm-hmm. should do that. It's right. probably not good. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really understand. I think they were just like, what's a silly fun thing we can say yeah. that she did? Because, I mean, it is a silly thing that she probably would do. It does seem like a thing that she would do. Um, and she probably wouldn't care about it being poisonous. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, she's just like so mad. She's like slamming the table around and slapping the pillow. But I like that Martin's whole thing is just like, uh, yeah, maybe we should wait for you to calm down before you like do the exercises <laughs> right, on right, me right. and like beat me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Which is funny because we know he actually likes it like hard enough to hurt some. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But I think this is a different level. This is going to be a different yeah, level. Yeah. But um, I love that there's. The tiny hat, mm-hmm. tiny police officer's hat. Yeah. And then there's that sick burn on Fraser about doing the laundry. Right. Which, like, why would you wash a hat? I mean, like I that. understand why you would wash a hat, but you probably wouldn't wash it's it like, in the way that would like, shrink it like this. And I don't think you can shrink a hat no, unless no. you have a shrink ray. No, yeah, because, like, the brim wouldn't shrink, the, like, uh-huh. band wouldn't shrink. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Anyways, <laughs> it's for Eddie because they're going to do a safety talk. Mm-hmm. And Eddie knows all these adorable things. Mm-hmm. I got to say, like, Eddie's ability, I feel like Martin's ability to actually teach Eddie tricks varies wildly throughout this show. Oh, yeah. Like, either Eddie can learn cause... anything uh-huh. or nothing. Yeah, because that's how what it's like to teach a dog to do things. <laughs> fair, fair. But I love this kind of backstory about like how there was this parrot. Mm-hmm. He's like taking over for Officer Chirpy and Sergeant Bob. Mm-hmm. And that we find out that like Officer Chirpy, who you would think would be the bird. Mm-hmm. One, the bird is a sergeant. Right, right. And but yeah, it's just very funny mm-hmm. thing. And it it was funny because I we paused then to like write this note, and I was like, oh, that's funny. The bird, the person's last name is Chirpy, and then mm-hmm. like Martin goes on to explain that, right? And then Dave's like, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> I just love the I- idea that like Dave thought, oh wow, the parrot was a really great officer. <laughs> no, I mean mostly it was just like I was thinking it. Of that as, like, an amusing joke by Martin. And then I realized, like, oh, no, he's saying that mm-hmm. Officer Chirpy was a, the real person and Sergeant Bob is the parrot. The So one of the things I thought about, we were just talking about how in the last episode? Yeah, it was the last episode because that was the John Sherman one about how there were a bunch of little things that were like funny because they were just kind of thrown out there and they were funny. Yeah, and he shouldn't on. have explained this. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, the way he explains it kind of becomes funny because he goes on for so long. Yeah, yeah. He's it's, like, meaning the bird was. Yeah. 
you know, Bob. Yeah. Like making the bird Bob. Yeah. Like that part was funny yeah. how he explained it because it seems like something Martin would explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a line. It's like he says the line and it's funny. And if you get it, it's funny on its own. And then he mm-hmm. explains it and it's like, oh, now it's less funny because you explained it. And then he explains it more and it's like, oh, it's picking up again. And then he keeps going. I'm like, okay. All right. We're, we're good. But it's like a completely different joke style. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the act is really good. And then um, Fraser comes in and I love this whole thing where he like opens the drawer and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, the drawer is stuck. I need to get my tools. Mm-hmm. Got to fix this. Right. And I like how he's trying to like use this like jargon because mm-hmm. he's like built this home, which is a lot like them trying to buy a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, it could be the slidey thingy right. or this other thing <laughs> right. that he seems to actually know more about, probably because he heard other people talking about it. Right. And then I love that Niles is like, or you could just put the stapler on the side. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I paid a lot for an upright stapler. Mm-hmm. I have okay, so I've got a couple of comments on this. Yes. Thing. One, of course, the drawer didn't close properly. No junk drawer is ever closed properly the first time ever. Yeah. That's part of like how they work. Right. You open it, you close it. It jams against a thing. You figure out the thing. You move it. Then you close it properly. That's right. every drawer like this ever. Right. Two, how is the stapler upright to block it in the first place? He pushes it down every time. <laughs> He's just like the drawer's like half full of just staple, like loose staples mm-hmm. that got that got closed when he closes the drawer. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, asked and answered. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, possibly the best title of a chapter ever. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Everybody's gonna feng shui tonight. So good. It's it is good. So we're back at the Grand Family home. Mm-hmm. And Fraser's back. It sure is. To be like, hi, I brought you a present. Mm-hmm. Right? He bring is yeah, this he when the, he brings the mailbox. Yeah, he brings the mailbox, yep. Yeah, and it like matches the shutters mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're he's helping them decorate and he's like moving all the furniture without asking. Mm-hmm, and they seem kind of excited yeah. at first. And then they're like, You should stay for dinner and and mm-hmm. you know it's it's nice. Yeah, He's... it sure it sure does start nice. Like they seem legitimately excited to be able to say that Fraser Crane, you know, helped like decorate their home. Mm-hmm. Yay! Sure, I'm glad this done. This is done. They're they're gonna be so happy that this. I mean, having a celebrity casually drop by your house is pretty cool. It is. But also, At has first. anyone liked an uninvited guest? I actually saw a blog post talking about decorating their house, organizing their house, and they're like, I want it to be a place where my friends can drop by, like, unexpectedly, and they could come in and have a cup of coffee with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do not want that. <laughs> yeah, I've don't never ever. wanted that. Like, I'm fine with my friends coming into my messy house. I just want them to be like, hey, I'm going to be in your a- like area around like two. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be around? Yeah. Because like maybe we can like meet up or whatever mm-hmm. or watch a movie or something. OK, yeah. great. But I don't. I don't want someone just like I'm outside. Right. I'm a robot <laughs> outside. Yeah. It's like podcast robot. The thing is. 
People definitely did this at my house when we were when I was a kid. I think this is a very eighties thing to do. Yeah. And maybe it's also, I feel like, a more suburban thing to do. Yeah. But also, it depends how close you are to your neighbors yeah. as well. I, yeah. Like, that's the thing. I, I, I think about it, and I'm just like, is this... Okay, so uh, this is partially, like, a legitimate question for the listeners. I'm, I'm curious. Like, is this a thing that people do now? Are you... Do, do people drop by where you live? Is that normal? Because to me... Like, I can imagine it happening on TV in a suburban kind of setting, if there's, like, a thing set in the suburbs. But also, I can imagine someone living in the suburbs just being like, what are you... I've got, like, a life and things to do. What are you doing showing up at my house without telling me first? If people had a, like, you know, we live in, like, a converted single family home that's like mm-hmm. now three apartments right and if we had friends mm-hmm. living in the first and second apartment or even the first apartment whatever mm-hmm. and they decided to come upstairs or whatever that would be fine i'm not even sure that would i think it would it depends it depends like what what I mean, the it would thing have to be like a dynamic that built up over time yeah not like... just like random labor once in a while but yeah, yeah like if if that became a thing, I I would love that. Like I sure, yeah. I would grow to love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all need alone time. Our house is our like safe place yeah, and yeah. sanctuary. I mean, it it you know sometimes is right. Sometimes it's just a place where our bed is. Mm-hmm. But I think that you know we all want alone time in our houses where you don't have to like put on airs for anyone, yeah. right? But I don't know, like, I I know it's sort of, like, idealistic, but I would like that, like, that idea of, like, community. Yeah, like, I could see building to this place. Like but anyways, that, that. don't just drop in. That is my vibe. I mean, we hear that all the time, like, that was somebody called in on the radio show talking about the in-laws dropping in, they had to hide. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, you don't. Yeah. You don't want you don't want your family to drop by at all unless mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Either I mean, maybe you, you do, do or you don't, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I just can't imagine being that person. Like if I lived in town where my family lives, like the thing is I feel like my family is still 100% they would drop by, by unexpected. They are drop by people and I and I I cuz like they will just like video call me every once in a while, usually on holidays or whatever, and I'm like I'm not prepared for this i was not i am not like it's happened three times in the last couple years and two of those times i was literally stepping into the shower when my phone started ringing for a video call i'm like no (laughs) no (laughs) you need to tell me at least like 30 seconds ahead of time be like hey i'm gonna video call you so i can be like don't do that this yeah, is a bad like time that, to do I've that. never, I've definitely been video called at the spur of the moment. I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't like, no, it's jarring and I'm unprepared. Like, do not ever video call me without asking me. Right. Like, you can call me on the phone because like, I don't have to be like a presentable. Mm-hmm. But also like, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, what, what, what? Yeah. And also I can choose not to answer. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't. Right. But, but they're just at your door. You gotta be like, ah, 
hold on a second. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. in any way. I remember once I had to like answer the UPS guy got in our like old, old apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing because he was delivering something somewhere else in right, the building yeah. and like and like knocked on the door. And like I just got out of the shower and I was like, I had to answer the door in a bathrobe for the <laughs> UPS person. And it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've never wanted to be this way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Speaking of ways you never want to be. Blood is thicker than latte. Mm-hmm. I never want to be around this Gertrude. I Well, but if you go to a vampire b- bar, do they have blood lattes? <laughs> and do they make a design in it with milk? Almost certainly yes. Or do they foam up the blood? This is gross. That's gross. Yeah. Let don't. Why? No. 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 Nope. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Um, so yeah. Gertrude's a nightmare and a hater. <laughs> I just. I hate the. I hate this martyr like thing that she does, and it's like taken to eleven in the scene. It's like. Oh, well, this is her whole thing, and I actually think Daphne does a really good job of dealing with this, which mm-hmm. is. If you're going to act this way, I'm just going to take your paycheck and pretend. Yeah. So this is that's later. I know. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand, but the that's her attitude throughout this whole thing mm-hmm. to try to make Daphne feel bad. Yeah. For and, forcing her to do a thing she didn't actually ask to do. Yeah, anyway. and I, and one that's not even what Daphne was at. Yeah, Daphne was on asking her to contribute. monetarily to the house she was asking her can you sometimes sweep or answer the door cook a meal or something because you are taking up space in this house Mm -hmm. and making the cats drunk and not contributing in a way we need you to while you're staying here taking up space in our home Mm -hmm. and being a nightmare but she's trying to like humiliate them, right? And they're not gonna stand for it. Mm-hmm. But also, da- we find out that uh, Gertrude was in a spring break video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I, like, it does Daphne. not surprise me because mm-hmm. she really likes drinking, so mm-hmm. she could just hang out. She's just like dressed like normal G- Gertrude, just hanging out with a bunch of like people in string bikinis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yep. Just hanging out in the Jersey Shore. I don't know why she's in Jersey. I <laughs> guess it would be, where would be a spring break destination? Ibiza. What? Ibiza. Ibiza? It's not how it's pronounced, but yeah. Hey, that's how it says in the song. <laughs> I know. But yeah, I know that's a place that, uh, like, I'm like, uh, I Is know. that close to them? Not super close, but I know it's a place that some like British people go for that similar sort of like spring break, like the Cancun spring break experience that Americans mm. have. I know it's a. You a similar... see things for Cancun all the time living in Texas because mm-hmm. it's like close. Yeah. But I would, I ne- that never appealed to me. Mm-hmm. That like wh- I'm not a beach person really. I'm not that kind of beach person. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Head to toe, 1920s, like swimsuit, just totally covered under like a parasol, mm-hmm. uh, like, and then I'm ready to go home. Like, I'll just take a walk across the beach and then I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like the ocean isn't pretty or something, but I'm just like, not a beach person. Yeah. I 
am definitely more of one. But, like, I'm not an ocean person. I don't like the ocean. I don't like being in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's like, I'm not exactly scared, but, like, it's to me, it's just kind of icky. Because there's a lot of stuff in the ocean that, like. Oh, I love the, I love the ocean. I love the weird ocean stuff. <laughs> That's why I drank ocean spray cranberry juice. <laughs> but like, um, I'm somebody who enjoys just kind of on a on a not super hot day, but like you like a lounge. I like a lounge in the. I don't sun. like feeling hot. I like. I the- like. I hate sweating. I hate. I, I'll go to the beach, but being an air conditioned like hut. Mm-hmm. I like the feeling of the of like the Drinking direct sunlight. There's something Gosh, about like direct no. If I if I'm like, in the sunlight, I will like one. I'll be melting. Two, like I just turn red. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot tan. Like I don't. Well, I don't think anyone really should be tanning mm-hmm. in that kind of way. Sure, but I don't tan. Like I just get burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no. I'm a, like, I remember even as a kid enjoying like if I had a choice, if I was like reading something and it was like a warm day, I liked sitting out like on a porch. Mm-hmm. Right, directly in the sun, feeling the sun You're on me. Cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I I'm it. a shade. I'm a shade person. Nah, I like it. It's I don't know. There's something that's why. Like, that's I can that's feel this it. is how we can tell I'm goth and Dave's not. It's not even just. <laughs> it's not even just like the warmth. There's something like I feel the sunlight in a way that feels good to me. So where I like the sunlight is I like it coming through the windows and I like seeing the sun Mm -hmm. and being like seeing that it's out. Mm -hmm. But I don't like being out directly in it. it. Yeah. yeah, No, because it's hot. Yeah. I mean, there's a limit like there's a limit when it reaches a certain amount of like humidity or whatever where I'm like, okay, I'm. Why? Why? Why are we talking about? I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay, so Martin's here. He's he his whole thing went great for mm-hmm. the what grade I don't remember second grade no yeah, yeah. yeah he's back right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no uh, and he had gone to second grade see to the second graders and he just yes. got back and like this. yeah well Niles was all warning him that how hard it was gonna be mm-hmm. but it was fine that yeah, was great apparently and all then, the kids gave him hugs and then now he's gonna do an assembly for the fourth grade mm-hmm. and like and Niles is just like. Wow, the fourth grade's even worse mm-hmm. than the second grade. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe you would even try to do that. Yeah. And I do enjoy this, like, way that he rates, like, how bad the grades are. Yeah. When he says, oh, let, me, let me make sure, I want to I say it right. Like, it's well known that of the cruelest grades, ninth is third, seventh is second, and fourth is first. And I just really enjoyed- He said seventh? I thought he said second. No, he says seventh is second. Oh. Yeah, and fourth is first in terms of cruelest. What do you think? I have not rated it this way because I don't have this, like, cl- like clear uh Kindergarten was really bad for me. Yeah? Yeah, it was very bad. Mm. I don't remember specific grades being better or worse. Like, I feel like ninth was rough, but, like... Ninth was fine for me. All of high school was fine. Because mm-hmm. I went to like weird schools. Right. Or like weird, weird, 
weird stuff happened that wasn't like bull no one really bullied me except that people would be like you like smashing pumpkins oh wow i thought you listened to classical music and i'm like who do you think i am freddie mm-hmm. and they'd be like freddie krueger and i'm like Ugh. and then i would walk away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially because like that's especially impressive because at that time freddie was more into like the laser robot the i forget robo what that geek yeah outlaw ra- outlaw laser robo geek yeah that was the one. someone's gotta have a band with that name right <laughs> probably um uh, so okay. how is gert not fired i don't know but she she made everyone leave awkwardly mm-hmm. yeah because she's yelling to everyone in the place about how like like First, first she's saying like maybe I could drain all the blood out of my feet and sell it. Do you want that? Oh, my daughter's letting me keep my blood. Everyone, like that. What a weird like. There's no way having just started at a job, you start yelling this weird stuff to the entire place. They're not just like, okay, you need to go. Yeah. You. This isn't gonna work. You. We've made a terrible mistake. And... We don't see what she's like with the other customers. It doesn't matter what she's like with the other customers. She's doing this, like, this is clearly, like, her first day or, like, right around that, like... That's when they hired her. They liked her spunk. (laughs) They're like, wow, you're such a so sass. Mm -hmm. We need you to sass it up in here with your sassiness. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's definitely what they're looking for. Well, you know what the Grant family isn't looking for? Frazier, and he's back. Yep, yep. For the fourth time this week. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's there to chat up Chet and Marge. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, no, he has a mailbox here. No, no, no. This is. Oh, when... this is when they have the cow mailbox. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, are you sure? Because it's the house's handshake. You're presenting a cow mailbox to the world. What is wrong with you? Yep. And they're like, we think it's cute. Yeah. And they're like, I thought we we're all on the same page with all our decor with all my decoration tips. And they're right. like, mm, we like it our way because guess what? This is our house, yeah, phrase. Yeah. Right, right. I did like one of my favorite lines in this is when he's like, you know, I thought, you know, yesterday you, you said the accessories were to die for. And she just says like, that doesn't sound like something I'd say. He's like, well, somebody said it. W- meaning him. Right. Yeah. Like, clearly, that's just him feeling that way about the things he picked yeah the scene is so short and like there isn't a lot to it but it it says so much like it it works they get in they do the thing and they he's out and it's like oh we know everything we need to know from this very brief scene now we're at the school assembly Mm -hmm. and martin's sick like Mm -hmm. super dizzy yeah he he has acknowledged he has thought niles is hester twice (laughs) yep i love that darko's dad's here Oh, really? That's who mm-hmm. that is? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny how he, he like Martin says, like, oh, you're just as beautiful as the day we got married. And he's <laughs> like, I overlooked that the first time, but not this time. Like, you can't do this. Yeah. But I love that the principal is like, you need, we need somebody to go on for this assembly. Yeah. Because you think he's like, there's going to be a riot and you think it's like the kids, but right. it's just like the teachers have a free period <laughs> and they don't want to work. Right. They're in the lounge smoking, <laughs> right? Doing the dope. <laughs> yep, they definitely they're doing a pot. They're doing, they're, ho- they're using the hookah, <laughs> and they're like, 
mm-hmm. vanilla latte. Oh, sorry, blood latte. They're all vampires. Right, right. They need their blood ritual. It's a cult. Teacher cult. Mm-hmm. They're drinking coffee. That's what you drink in a teacher cult. Yeah, that makes sense. Teachers always need more coffee, so that's it makes perfect sense. That- I don't know. My t- I had a teacher in high school, and I realize now how deeply inappropriate this was, but she would always make this joke about how after dealing with our class, which was pretty mild and tame, that she would have to like go home and like drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe my teacher just has a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, if I she also- really was, then maybe she did, but... Like, I don't know, but it was a really weird joke to make. It is. I, I mean, yeah, I, sorry. I wasn't disagreeing it's with that. It's not very professional. No. Not that there was anything professional about that school, but it was like a level that I kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah, especially because like that's the sort of thing that like you're saying it as a joke and like if you're saying it, even if you are saying it as a joke and you know it's a joke, mm-hmm. it's it's basically a person whose job it is to like mold kids being like, a good way to deal with stress is drinking. Mm-hmm. And now... I mean, someone got busted for, like, selling, like, meth in the parking lot at my school. So, I don't know. So, what you're saying is I'm right. She badly influenced that person and they became a meth dealer. And it started with the gateway of her joking about drinking. I don't even know if he had a class with her. See? That's how bad it is. He didn't even need to have a class with her for her influence to spread so much that someone else became a someone that wasn't even in her class became a meth dealer. I don't even know if it was meth, but it was definitely some drug that was not. It wasn't like heroin and it wasn't like pot. It -hmm. was like something else that Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it was meth, which is insane. Mm -hmm. It is insane. Yes. That that was happening. Yeah. (sighs) What a That's weird... why I don't joke about drinking with kids. <sighs> those kids are already. Those kids were. They're those kids. Of course they were. That's the joke. The joke is obviously. I know that's not really the issue. I'm supposed to play along. I'm sorry. I hate playing. <laughs> um. Let's move on in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So now Niles is gonna go on and try to be citizen officer Crane. Because Didn't he say Niles? Did he say Citizen Oh, he might have said Niles. Uh, but he's bad at safety. Yeah. He's not, He's not like, Eddie won't do the commands. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably because, like, you have to, like, Eddie learned the commands in a certain way. Like, he doesn't know the actual words. He knows Martin saying it. He knows the sound. Um, excuse me. He does know the words. <laughs> I'm just saying, he knows Martin saying them. All right. But... I like that he just like comes out that he's like a psychiatric doctor mm-hmm. for for like and specializes in like family and marriage counseling. Right, like that's and then they all the kids are just like boo, mm-hmm. and it's just like why would they say that? What Niles? No, why were the kids being like boo to that? Oh, I don't know because what they what they were looking for is like a you know a cop and a dog saying cop and dog stuff. exactly all right so but i love his whole thing about germs Mm -hmm. like he's like we need to talk about germs now right and how they're this is how you say safe Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. the whole thing with like does he talk about the pocket square here 
like at this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he's trying to explain, like, well, yeah, because he's like, look, I, I, you're supposed to see this officer, but you can't because of germs. And now here's another form of safety. It's hygiene. And here's the. Yeah, uh, uh, the first defense in the war against germs, Officer Pocket Square, and I love that this works. Like it, it's, you know, because like he gets so like intense about it mm-hmm. that like it, it, they're they're like entranced because he gets so like so passionate about all the like everything that's involved in like mm-hmm. like everything that's around you, explaining what the dust is, mm-hmm. and he's just like so like intense and the uh-huh. kids are just like into it. I, I really enjoy that it his just like obsess obsession about this is turned into something that kids can be into. I mean it is gross and kids love creepy crawlies. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can buy this cool lab kit and make your own gross scorpions <laughs> to torture your little sisters with, except that she actually likes bugs and she just eats them. Don't eat that stuff, I'm don't, pretty sure. No, yeah. It says it's non toxic, but I don't think it's that good doesn't for mean you. you should eat it. No, but they are fun to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're feel, so fun. I feel like there was a thing like that that did make stuff you could eat, which made it even more confusing. Yeah, easy bake oven. <laughs> It's a crossover with Easy Bake Oven and the Creepy Crawlies. And, and Oh, my God. Yeah. And you would make like a scorpion cake. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You put the, the mold into the Easy Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I want a Creepy Crawlies thing. I want that. Do they make that still? I, I want one. I they still have something like it. Yeah. I want it. I want it. Mm-hmm. They're fun. It's weird because I hate bugs, but I like Creepy Crawlies. I don't get it. <laughs> That's a little weird. It is weird. Okay, so now we're back. Now we're back at the Blood Cafe. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, R- Roz and Frazier are there. And Roz is like, you can't keep going back and bothering these poor people. Right. I did like, he, Frazier starts by saying, like, I don't know if they're right for our house. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, no, Frazier, it's not your house. It was never your house. So what are these things, like... And what is he talking about? The decor, the room flow, and the general livability mm-hmm. of a house. And yeah, he's yeah. very concerned about those things. Right. And it's like, Frazier, you are, you can only be concerned about your own, those qualities in your own home. Look, Frazier's very good about being concerned about things. It's true. <laughs> you know what is a really big freedom is that if you go to somebody else's house, mm-hmm. You have one, you have to follow their rules, but you don't have to worry about their gross house. Mm -hmm. You don't have to clean it. I mean, you can choose not to go there again. Sure. But you don't decide what goes on in their house. Mm -hmm. You can decide not to go there, but it's a freedom to not have to do that. Right. And then you can just go back into your own home and, and it's like you... When people come to your house, they have to respect your house rules because it's your house and your space. Mm-hmm. And you can decorate it with cow stuff if you want to. Right. Exactly. Because it's your house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's like Roz is finally exp- like getting through to him like this is their house. You don't need to tell them what to do. Leave them alone. Be cool. We hear about the ashtray he made as a kid and how it caught fire. Uh huh. Which is magical. It is. It's pretty magical. I'm very curious what he even made it out of. Wood. Like, I guess. Because I don't. Cotton. The thing is, like on its own, wood isn't very flammable. Like usually, you put a 
like a cigarette against some wood, it's not going to catch fire. You got to do something else. It's got to be some like accelerant. He made it out of accelerant. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely don't. If you find if you find feel the need to make an ashtray, don't make it out of accelerant. Do people make ashtrays as a gift now? I Probably would say not. no. Probably not. We've really kind of decided that smoking is not good. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's an interesting thing. That implies that like Martin used to smoke. Yeah. Which doesn't super of surprise me. Of course he did. But, like... He was a cop. <laughs> so you had to deal with stuff. That and drinking. Mm -hmm. Don't. Neither of those are good. No. Though I realize like, I guess they were smoking, were they smoking cigars like during the poker nights? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess... Smoking, smoking the weed. <laughs> As cops love getting together and play poker and do a pot. Yeah, they do a pot. Well, they're confiscating. You know, all those gritty crime shows where they're confiscating the goods and then mm -hmm. just going all nuts. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, what else are you gonna do with it? I don't know. It's somebody's, not evidence or anything. Somebody's got to use it. No. <laughs> no. I know. I know. So, That's uh, like working in a clothing store but wearing all the clothes. Mm -hmm. No. What? Is that what you would do when you work? You wore all the shoes when you worked in the shoe department? No. I can only wear one size. Oh. <laughs> you just like marched around in all of them? Yeah. <sighs> so they'd be nice and worn in. For your own feet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We had this great scene with Daphne and like mm -hmm. Gert showing the like paycheck and she yeah. was like, oh, that's great. Now sign the back. Yeah, All yeah. right. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's trying to do this, that martyr thing of like making her feel bad and mm -hmm. like she would never actually take it. But like, no. Nah, okay. Cool. If you're going to do this thing, hand it over. Feel free. I'm not making you do it. So you've chosen to. So sure. Give me. Mm -hmm. It's like, obviously, they don't need $74, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, they were just buying, like, caviar for, like, $40 an ounce. They, they don't need $74. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if Gert's going to be like this and, and, and do this thing, absolutely take that. I do feel like it's the best way to stop her. Just be like, all right. Agreed. Frage, also, Frage going off to do his apology, and we get the end of Niles' assembly. Oh, yeah, like Roz is going to go with Frazier yeah, to yeah. apologize, which seems like honestly a terrible idea. <laughs> yes, now we're back at the assembly where we're hearing more about the speech and like the kids uh -huh. are like getting really into it. Mm -hmm. But I love that they don't want him to leave and he yeah, gives yeah. one last fact. And, uh -huh. and he's, he's listing all the stuff that like legally the government allows in like food mm -hmm. right before lunch. Also, yeah. like none of these kids are going to eat lunch. No, the thing is, like, I feel like even as a kid, I would have heard all this stuff and been like, gross, and then gone and eaten exactly all of those things because I'm still just going to eat that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm just going to, like, that's not going to stop me at all. Uh, yep. I purposely just put bugs in my food. Mmm. 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 I am. Oh, look, some people do. I'm part frog. <laughs> uh huh. I, I was like, it's funny when, and I didn't even catch part of this, but like Martin's like talking about him making up all the stuff about hot dogs, and he's like, no, it's I didn't make up anything. That's just true. He's like, I need what I'm telling you. Thank you for making up the stuff about hot dogs that I love and had today for breakfast. 
which mm-hmm. I definitely didn't catch the part that it, that he had it for breakfast. Oh yeah. Like I was just thinking, like, yeah, he's saying like because he ate it mm-hmm. today, but it, no, he had hot dogs for breakfast. Anyway, that's why he's dizzy. Probably he's just sick from from hot dogs. No, probably not. <laughs> no, probably unrelated because you know hot dogs are super healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I feel like Martin needs a, a new Daphne making him breakfast. He'll just put a hot dog in the smoothie. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And I also like this moment when they redo the old 70s Coke commercial of like oh. the kid like like coming and like saying uh, saying you did a great job or whatever. And Niles like taking out an extra pocket square and tossing it to him. Like I really I do enjoy that. Moment. What is the original commercial? Uh, it's a football player. Actually, it's in here. So there was a football player, uh, Mean Joe Green. He was in on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the com- it's a. He was not on the Green Bay Packers. His name is Green. I know, but no, uh, and uh, he's like walking to the locker room after a game, and he's got his jersey over his shoulder, and the kid like congratulates him on a good game and he like you know just kind of says thank you and walks away and the kid's looking kind of sad and then he's like hey kid and the kid turns around and he like tosses him the jersey what does that kid look sad about why was he sad because i think he just kind of like ignores him or something i don't think Mm. he like pays much attention but then i think they redid that commercial they did yes yeah yeah with some other yeah, they definitely they remade it in like the '90s, I think. Mm-hmm. But but the original one is from the '70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now we're back at the Grants, where they apologize, and the mm-hmm. house has become way more cow. It's so cow is very. Cow. And then the whole point is that Fraser's chilling out. He's trying <laughs> to chill out, and they have a very very purple room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's and like I love glowing. How he, yeah, he's so like like they they're giving him a tour, and he just looks in this room, and he's just like. It's so purple, like this big, like fake smile, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Ha, ah, it's so purple!" Like he's just trying to be as positive as he can about mm-hmm. this thing, and like, he clearly just hates everything about mm-hmm. it. Like I feel like the Grants are purposefully torturing him by being like, "Come look at all the things we know you'll hate." Oh yeah, no, I feel like they actually set it up just for him, <laughs> and then once he leaves, they'll take everything down. <laughs> Like they were just, they were like, he's gonna come back one more time. Mm-hmm. Let's just wait. We just gotta live with it. Just hold. Just mm-hmm. hold. Hold. It's gonna happen. And he shows up. They're like, yes, it's time. Mm-hmm. We can get rid of these cows. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the cow prints, not actual cows. The cows are still in the back. Okay, that's good. <laughs> But I love, he can't, you know, Roz is, like, congratulating him as they leave, and then he has to, like, move the chair on the mm-hmm. porch, and he's like, it's better here! Right. I mean, it does look better there. Yeah. It makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a space for it. It looks like it's supposed to go there. Yeah. Maybe because it is, because that's the scene. Right, yes. That's clearly set up that way. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, I, I do like, he's like, gotta get one little bit in... He tried. He tried. Look, he did pretty good. It's not like he did anything they can't just put right back. If they really want it back over there, they can just be like... Look, if it's on your porch, strangers are going to move it all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why if you got a chair on your porch here, it's like chained down. I mean, no. That's like at our place. It's not like every I've place. Seen a little, I've seen it plenty of other places. It's weird when people do that on the balcony. 
fuck? Who's doing? It, who's moving it? It's probably so like if friends come over for parties, they aren't just tossing it off. Jeez. <laughs> What kind of friends you got? <laughs> so this end scene mm-hmm. with Gertrude just kind of collecting all the tips, I guess. Yeah, we see someone put a tip on the table. She's like sneaking around. And, because like, yeah, she was complaining when like Niles and Daphne didn't leave a tip after they left without buying anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, of course they're not going to leave you a tip. Like, But I, I just think this scene is weird. Yeah, Gertrude's weird. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Like, I absolutely believe that the woman who was married for so long to the guy who used to get punched for $5, five pounds, I, I mm-hmm. guess, um, is gonna, like, sneak around and steal tips. Okay. Like, I absolutely believe Gertrude here will would do this thing. And he's just like, nope, hand it over. Hand mm-hmm. it over. Doesn't want the one out of her bra, though. Doesn't want the bosom dollar. Nope. Taking the rest of it, which means like she's been doing this to a number of tables and he just caught her now, but he mm-hmm. also knows that she did it at a bunch of other tables. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. How is she not fired yet? I don't know. How is she not fired? You would definitely be fired by now yeah. doing any of this stuff. Like you, you don't, there's no way you would last any amount of time doing mm-hmm. this kind of be- behavior. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Is there anything else you want to say on this episode? Nope. All right. Pretty, like, straightforward, mm-hmm. wholesome app. Yeah. I do feel like we had more to say about this episode than the previous one. Yes. Because the previous one was just very good in a way that's just like, I don't know, just watch the things that happen. The things that happen are good. Yep. So there's less to say because mm-hmm. they're just the things that happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, drinks in this episode. There was, I think, some, like, punch at... The little, like, when the house was finished in the first scene. Mm-hmm. It was a big bowl of punch. Uh, there was, uh, Daphne gets a latte, mm-hmm. and then they get some ice water for Martin when he's sick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no collars. Did you have a word? Um. Yes. All right. Yes, I have the word. Okay, uh, what's the it's word? La- it's latte. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't have a word. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Then I guess let's rate the episode. Um, I actually didn't write a rating. I usually don't write a rating. Rate the let's rate the episode. Three. Okay. Lattes. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like I think. Oh we- no! Three hot dogs. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel. I, I think I'm gonna give it like three point three. Uh, Officer Dick Chirpies. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was fun it was fine it was imdb hates it it's a 7.1 on imdb i don't it's, think it's that no, bad no no it's, it's just neutral it's just a yeah. neutral episode yeah i mean granted there are moments that i do hate in it like a lot of the stuff with gertrude i'm just like i just hate that like I'm I, not, she's I don't been this. so much worse that like i feel like eh. this is just like maybe it actually a, maybe i should give it like a 2.7 like um, I don't know. Like, I'm not it's trying not to argue great. it down. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just neutral to me. Like, yeah. it's not a great episode. Like, it's really not like a four. It's not yeah, like, yeah. but it's not to me. I'm just like, eh, it's just an episode, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. There. The thing is, there are moments in it that I really dislike, and there are moments in it that I really like. There's so, just not a lot that happens in this episode. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of boring. <laughs> it's kind of a boring episode. <laughs> okay. 
Don't you think? It's just I didn't think it was boring. I just but like I get what you're saying. There, it's not like there. The not last a lot of like episode big, was so good. Yeah, there there aren't a lot of big standout moments in it. Yeah, there's not a lot of good jokes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really like punchy about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like there. It's yeah. just there. It's yeah. just there and existing, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a seven point one. It's no. not at like bottom of the barrel worst episode of no. Frasier ever thing. It's just like yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, but I guess like other episodes, even if they're really controversial, there was like more drama and more yeah. conflict happening. There's not yeah. really a lot of conflict in this yeah. episode. Agreed. This one is just Frasier being Frasier and like it's everyone just kind of doing stuff. It's like a, a slice of life sort of episode where it's just like, here's just them doing the things they do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not a lot more. All right. Also, Patricia Breen, we gave a, we both gave a four to the last episode. Okay. So, anyway, and then that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast and by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Uh, we got an email from Sean Holland about Road of Perdition. Mm-hmm. I also really like this episode. Basically, it was, how could Niles and Fraser start to act like drug dealers? Uh, caviar was, of course, the perfect thing for them to sell. Uh, the the stakes were much lower than drug dealers, but the end with them trying to get rid of their stash like good fellas, yeah, like oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't see that parallel because I don't, I didn't, I haven't seen Goodfellas. Yeah, I I haven't watched Goodfellas Goodfellas in like fifteen years, I think, so I don't really remember it. But like, yeah, almost certainly, yeah, like that seems right, but. Um, also says, I also love Roz talking with a Russian accent when she first got the supply, which I do also. Oh, find yeah, 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 yeah. That was it was very good. There's so there's a lot of good to it. And yeah, I this is sort of like how I really liked when they basically did the Kung Fu episode with the spelling bee. Like I like when they take certain tropes uh, or, you know, storytelling like structures mm-hmm. and fit it into their um, like the the world of the cranes like mm-hmm. they're this like sort of the rich upper crust not willing to actually do anything too risky kind of thing mm-hmm. i do i think that's i feel like that works pretty frequently so, yeah yeah obviously we couldn't do it constantly but i like i like when it's mm-hmm. sprinkled throughout there so yeah all right uh and anything else nope that's about it except oh except there is something that's been on my mind for a while oh really yeah, um, I have this problem. Oh, no. Yeah, um, I was thinking, um, I've been thinking really long and hard. Mm-hmm. I've lost something. Oh, no. Yeah, I've lost something really near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, ho- hold on one second. <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> S- sound effects are happening here. Mm-hmm. Wow, so realistic. Oh, look, I found it. Oh, wow. I guess it was right here behind this thing the whole time. Oh, wow. So I want to just say, like, don't forget to look behind things because you'll find what you're missing. <laughs> it's 2020. Mm-hmm. And you got you to gotta look behind things because you got to keep going forward. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Some excellent advice. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. And with that good advice, this has been episode 1019, Some Assembly Required. 
And this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more information about the show, follow us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Diana Raygun on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and you want to help us do more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade, or rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.